2: Register now for PASA's 2024 conference in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Don't miss over 70 educational sessions on farming and food systems, plus an expansive trade show. Learn more at pasafarming.org slash HRN2024. <laughs>
1: Welcome to All in the Industry on Heritage Radio Network. I'm your host and producer, Sherry Bayer, and it is January 10th, 2024. Happy New Year, everyone. Wishing you all a wonderful year ahead filled with joy, good health, and deliciousness. And this is our 375th episode of this series, which is dedicated to behind-the-scenes talent in the hospitality industry. Now, before I get into today's show, I have to note, Two days ago, on January 8th, 2024, we hit our 10th anniversary milestone of all in the industry. Yes, 10 years of podcasting this show, which I started as a passion project. It's still a passion project. I love doing the show. I love interviewing people. And I'm very grateful to have a platform to share the stories of amazing behind-the-scenes talent in hospitality and be the host and producer and come to you every week or almost every week with a new show. My first show was with Stephen Kamali of The Chef Agency and it was live as we used to do all of our shows live in the backyard of Roberta's in Bushwick, Brooklyn. And I just can't believe it's been 10 years. Thank you to Stephen for being my first guest and all my guests and their teams. And thank you, of course, to the team at Heritage Radio Network for your support over the years. I appreciate all of you. Thank you to my fellow podcasters. Great to be part of our community. Thank you to Brandon Hoy and the Roberta's team for welcoming us and for the fabulous pizza, always. Thank you to our partners at Heritage Radio Network. Thank you to everyone who's been involved in the culinary and hospitality events, conferences, and festivals that I've attended over the years to cover on the show for my on-the-road episodes I love being a part of. And thank you, of course, to you, all of our loyal listeners. Without you, there would be no All in the Industry. So thank you for tuning in. And here is to 10 years of All in the Industry Okay, so today I have a special on-the-road show from Latin America's 50 Best Restaurants, which took place in Rio de Janeiro, Brazil, on Tuesday, November 28th, 2023. And I was thrilled to attend this event on behalf of this show and be a part of it. I love being a part of the celebration of our industry and the chefs and restaurants who work so hard. So um, on this show, as I do on every show, I will start out with my PR tip. And then I have several interviews from the couple of days surrounding the awards, before, during, and after. And I'm going to share a little bit from the press conference that took place at the awards. And I have a special speed round. And I will close things out with my solo dining experience. As the founder of Bayer Public Relations, I'm going to tip the show off with my PR tip of the week. So today's tip is to come as you are. Yes, show up for things and life as you feel comfortable with makeup, without makeup, dressed up or dressed down. Just be you. Of course, there are situations with dress codes and a time and place for putting on your best dancing shoes. But let's remember that it's okay or rather great to just show up as you are. We don't need to cover up or disguise or pretend to be someone that we're not. So let's always embrace our authentic selves. As Lady Gaga says, there's nothing wrong with loving who you are. Baby, I was born this way. That's my tip today. Okay, so I'm super excited about this show, which as I mentioned, is all about Latin America's 50 best restaurants, which took place Tuesday, November 28th in Rio de Janeiro, Brazil. And I was thrilled to be there to celebrate our chef and restaurant industry with so many chefs who I admire, who I've read about, or who I've been to their restaurant or want to go to their restaurant. And many chefs who are in my ChefWise book. So it was really amazing to be back in Rio. Yes, I had been to Rio once before. I took myself there in 2018 for my birthday to go to Carnival. And that was fantastic. I went to Rio and Sao Paulo and uh, had an amazing trip. So this was my second time in Rio. And this was the 11th edition of Latin America's 50 best restaurants list, which was revealed at a live awards ceremony. And it was broadcast so other people could tune in and celebrate from afar with the chefs and restaurateurs in Rio. So Latin America's 50 Best Restaurants was launched in 2013 to celebrate gastronomy across the region and to provide diners around the globe with local insight and culinary recommendations. Since its inception, it has quickly grown to become the premier gastronomic ranking in the continent, with its awards events marking the greatest annual gathering of chefs, restaurateurs, media, and and food industry VIPs. Each year, the list provides a snapshot of the views of over 300 restaurant industry experts from across Latin America, reflecting the wide diversity and deep richness of the continent's culinary landscape. The Voting Academy is divided into five separate regions, Mexico, Central America, South America, the North, South America, the South, and Brazil. So that's a little bit background. And this was my first time at the Latin America's 50 Best. People who listen to this show uh, know that I went in June to Valencia to attend the World's 50 Best restaurants. And this is a division of the World's 50 Best. And that episode is episode 362, if anyone wants to go listen. And uh, in Rio, like they did in Valencia, there's there's other activities happening besides the awards ceremony. There are dinner collaborations, the 50 best talks, and parties and chefs are coming in from around the world to celebrate together and reunite and... Uh, it's it's really special to see and be a part of and part of the activities I did, I went to a D-Best signature sessions dinner that was a collaboration between OTEC, which is in Brazil, and that's Alberto Langraf's place, and I have an upcoming interview with him. And it was a collaboration with his restaurant and Kehol, which is Pia Leon's restaurant, and she's the world's Best Female Chef of 2021, who also is half the team behind Central, which was named the number one restaurant on the world's 50 Best Restaurants list in 2023 and currently the number one on Latin America's list. And on this year's list, Kale got the number seven spot and Otec was number 20. And the third part of the collaboration was with chef... Santiago Lastra of Cole in London. And Cole is currently number 23 on the World's 50 Best Restaurants list. And Pia and Santiago are in my Chef Wise book. And I was meeting Alberto for the first time. And I went to this dinner solo. I ended up sitting next to Elena Regadas of Rosetta in Mexico City And she's in my book. And Elena was also named Latin America's best female chef in 2014. And Rosetta is currently on Latin America's 50 best list as number 36. And I saw her at the Food on the Edge conference in Dublin. She was on my panel. And so it's very cool. I got to sit next to her and I've been seeing her around the world. And we had a really amazing tasting menu dinner, we were at the chef's counter, and the whole room was filled with people who were in town for 50 Best, and each of the chefs did different dishes, and um, it was my first time having Santiago's food. You'll hear more about his restaurant coming up on the show, and I'm, I'm glad I was able to attend that. I also went to the 50 Best Talks which was at the Teatro Prudential, which is a little outside the main part of Rio, but it was a wonderful facility there. And there were talks by uh, Andoni Luis Utteris, who's also in my book, and I did the panel with him in Dublin as well. And I've been seeing him around the world, which was really cool. And another talk with Alex Atala from Dom in Sao Paulo. And I've dined there. I dined there on that trip I took back in 2018 and met him. And the thing was, though, these talks were all in Portuguese or translated into Spanish. So I got the vibe of what they were saying. And I did an interview there with William Drew, the director of content for 50 Best, who was my guest on episode 358. So that's coming up on the show. What else can I share with you? So, well, let's jump to the ceremony. So it was at the Copacabana Palace, a Belmont hotel. And this is Latin America's 50 Best Restaurants 2023 Awards Ceremony. And it started out with a cocktail reception and then it was the awards ceremony, which like the 50 Best in Valencia was led by one host who went through the list and chefs came up for special awards. But there really weren't many speeches except for a few special ones Uh, and It was really well executed and and great to be a part of. And then there was a press conference um, that I attended. I have more of that coming up. There was also the post-ceremony reception that had wonderful food and drinks. Of course, being a culinary celebration, I guess that goes without saying. And then there was a after party that I headed over to that was at the Fairmont, Rio de Janeiro, Copacabana. And there was also another party the day before that I stopped by at the Fairmont. I believe they were the host hotel. So there were several activities taking place there. I will share on the Latin America's 50 best restaurants list for 2023, and this is sponsored by San Pellegrino and Aquapana, that the number one ranked restaurant this year was Mido in Lima, Peru. And this is Mitsuharu Misha Sumura. It's his restaurant. He's in chef wise. He's been on my show. I interviewed him at the world's fifty best in Valencia, where he received the number six spot on the world's best list, and that's episode three sixty two. And I also talked about my solo dining experience at Mido on episode one sixteen. Mido is Japanese Peruvian. Cuisine and it's wonderful. I was fortunate to dine there in 2016 on a solo trip to Lima. And I've always told people that it was one of my favorite meals that I've ever had. I mean, seriously, it was amazing. And so this recognition of the number one spot I think is so well deserved. So congratulations to Misha. Uh, Number two went to El Chato in Bogota. Haven't been there yet. Uh, Three went to Don Julio in Buenos Aires, and I did dine there before, and it was great. And Sado Porco in Sao Paulo was the number four spot. Number five, Fauna in Valle de Guadalupe. Six, Maito in Panama City, and that's M-A-I-T-O. Maito, the number one in Lima, is M-A-I-D-O. So close, but not the same. Number seven, went to Cajol in Lima. I don't think I say the name of the restaurant correctly, but it's spelt K-J-O-L-L-E. Number eight, went to Leo in Bogota. Guess I got to get to Bogota. And um, nine, Barago, Santiago, Chile. That's Rodolfo Guzman's spot. And number 10, Maita in Lima, and that's M-A-Y-T-A, another close spelling there. So congratulations. For the full list, you can go to theworlds50best.com backslash Latin America and find out more about all of the activities that took place, and you can read all about the chefs. Also on Instagram, it's at theworlds50best and hashtag latam 50 Best or standing for Latin America. So it's L-A-T-A-M, 50 Best. Okay, let's get to my interviews. So the first one will be with William Drew, the director of content for 50 Best, and he was my guest on episode 358. Then I have an interview with Rodolfo Guzman from Bargo in Santiago, Chile, and he was also my guest on episode 356, currently ranked number nine on Latin America's 50 best list and number 29 in the world and a ChefWise contributor. Then I speak with Rafa Costa y Silva of La Salle in Rio, currently ranked number 14 on Latin America's 50 best and number 58 in the world. And I attended lunch there before this interview. I was dining with Rodolfo and his lovely wife and team and Andoni. It's a small restaurant and we were most of it. it was absolutely fantastic and warm and welcoming service. And you're going to hear more about that because I talked to Rafa. Okay. Then at the ceremony during the pre-reception, I have an interview with Virgilio Martinez of Central and Lima, who is the number one ranked restaurant on the world's 50 best list currently, and number one in Latin America. And he was my guest in episode 310. He's also in Chef Wise. And then I speak with Alberto Langgraf of Otec in Rio, which I mentioned. And his restaurant is currently ranked number 20 on Latin America's 50 best and, and number 76 on the world's 50 best. And then finally, at the after party, I spoke with Manuela Manu Bufara, who has Manu in Curitiba, Brazil. And her restaurant is currently number 35 on Latin America's 50 best. And she's in my book, Chef Wise. And so that's the final interview. So that's what's coming up. Big congratulations to everyone that I've mentioned and everyone I haven't mentioned. It's a big deal to be on this list. So very happy for you. And, um, I hope everyone out there listening enjoys my interviews from Rio de Janeiro. Well, hello. I'm with William Drew at Latin America's 50 Best in Rio de Janeiro. Hello. How are you?
3: Hi. Well, I'm very happy because we're here in Rio, as you said. And first time Latin America's 50 Best has been held in Brazil after 10 years of doing uh, these awards. So we're delighted to be in Brazil for the first time. And so far we've... Been enjoying an amazing time, great hospitality from the city.
1: Amazing! How did you pick this location?
3: Uh, as you can imagine, Brazil has always been on the radar for Latin America, to, and we so we've actually been wanting to come here for a number of years. We have finally managed to make that happen uh, now in twenty twenty three, and you know maybe we'll be able to do it again here in Brazil. Um, it's a natural natural thing for for us to host Latin America's fifty best in. In Brazil, the biggest country in, in Latin America, we've been in Mexico, we've been in Peru, we've been in Colombia, we've been in Argentina. So, of course, we had to come to Brazil.
1: Of course. Well, this is my first time at Latin America's 50 Best, having now experienced Valencia with the world's 50 Best. So, we just finished up the... 50 Best Talks, how is the programming here different or the same as what you do at 50 Best um, in Valencia?
3: It it actually follows a similar structure because 50 Best Talks is a really important part of our program because, of course, we have a lot of celebration and, you know, getting together and then the, the, the main event, the awards tomorrow night, but this is a chance for people to talk about the key elements in gastronomy and, you know, we have, we bring together the leading thinkers in food in, in the region across Latin America and so it, it feels like the right thing to do is to use and share some of those experiences and that incredible knowledge and insight and innovation that these chefs and restaurateurs uh, bring and Latin America has a real confidence now in its own gastronomy and it's not taking gastronomy from, from Europe and from its sort of colonial history although that plays a part of course but it has its own identity um, and each individual country and region within those countries has its own identity. And that really shines through in Latin America. The pride in uh, local ingredients, local uh, culinary heritage, that really, that's really important here. And I think we see that in the events and we saw that in 50 Best Talks just now.
1: Yeah, and donnie Luis Adariz, and you had Alex Atala of DOM, and yeah, it was really wonderful. Wonderful venue here and presentations. Uh, so tomorrow we have the ceremony, the the whole gala. So um, and that's taking place at
3: the... At the Copacabana Palace, the iconic hotel on the seafront on Copacabana Beach. Uh, it's a very historic building. Uh, so we have a, an amazing um, room now which we will bring all the chefs together and we have we hope all 50 of the restaurants from Latin America's 50 best restaurants this year uh, attending uh, as well as the vast majority of the those listed in the 51 to 100 uh, ranking as well so it's going to be a true celebration.
1: Yeah, well, I'm so excited to be here, and you know I have this ChefWise book out, and a lot of the chefs in my book are here, and uh, it's exciting to celebrate with them and everyone else. Um, And this is my second time in Rio. Have you frequented Rio quite often?
3: this is my first time in Rio. Oh, amazing. first time in Brazil, personally, so I'm I'm catching up, making up for lost time, because what an amazing city and what an amazing country. I know I'm only scratching the surface um, being here for for this week, but... um, always exciting to to experience a new city and the new country's food um you know that's what we're about and about discovery and you know that curiosity of uh, new new flavors and new ingredients that you haven't had before so for me personally this is uh, you know like a dream to come to come to brazil very lucky to do so with this with this job um and yeah the the, the atmosphere and the vibe here is 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 super positive
1: yeah, so my next question was going to be, where are you eating or where have you eaten or what's on your list?
3: Uh, yeah, I'm trying to eat as, as much <laughs> as possible and everywhere. We just had some great food from, from Gastromotiva, which is um, uh, an organization that, that uses uh, food waste to create uh, dishes for them so that it that, uh, that then feeds um, those uh, in need and those hungry in the city. So we just had a sample of that. that has uh, been some amazing food. Um I'm eating at Otec and La Sai and, you know, the, the big name restaurants in the city. But I'm also keen to have some of the, you know, the true local food as well. So uh, I have numerous recommendations. I have to find some time to, to go and uh, eat, you know, simple local food, which I know is delicious.
1: Yes, I came here in 2018 for Carnival and um, had some frijuado, which I managed to have again on this trip. And, um yeah, and tomorrow I'm going to LaSai, and I was at Otech last night with the collaboration with Pia and Santiago, um, and it was fabulous. So, well, thank you. Um, I'm so excited and honored to be here and a part of this celebration. I love what you guys do. So, thank you for having me and okay. congratulations.
3: Danara, it's a pleasure to have you, of course, and you know, all those that support and love. Uh, 50 Best and the, you know, the, the, the chefs and uh, and the, you know, the positive um, outcomes from, from bringing people together and encouraging collaboration and cooperation across borders. Uh, so those people like you that support that, we always want to, you know, welcome to join our events.
1: Thank you. And I have to say, from being in Valencia, that was one big takeaway the community the celebration the bringing of the chefs together i felt the energy it was so special and it's just i feel it now here just having been here a couple of days so i can't wait for it tomorrow
3: absolutely i think you'll feel it in in abundance tomorrow evening because uh, the latins love to party
1: <laughs> yes they do all right well thank you so much so great to see you congratulations thanks so much well hello i'm here with rodolfo guzman of Hello,
4: Sherry. (gasps) Very excited to be here with you.
1: Sam, we're in Rio de Janeiro. Is this... This can't be your
4: first time here. No, it's not my first time, but you know, it's one of those places you always want to come and just be around because of the beautiful beach and the environment. It's just wonderful. It's just amazing. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, it's, it's my second time, which I find hard to believe. I've been here now twice and it is beautiful. So we're here for Latin America's 50 best which tonight is the big awards uh so what are you looking forward to
4: most well you know literally you know we chefs we we've been working very hard during the entire year you know our operations are very very intense and we we also got to travel quite a lot and and it's a great opportunity just to to get to see everyone and just to show, you know, it's it's more, more than anything, it's, it's a great, great time in the year where we get together.
1: Yes. And you're currently on the list. Yeah, yeah. And how has that impacted you and your restaurant as well as the world's 50 best, which... I saw you in Valencia back in June, which you're also on that list, um, which is amazing, super amazing. Um, So how has it impacted your restaurant and where you're at today, like in
4: 2023? Well, I I must say in our case, you know, Chile is very, very far down south. Very, um, Chile's not Peru, it's not Mexico, it's not Brazil. People get to travel a lot to those, you know, food destinations for ages but Chile was not on the map so in our case it used to be that little tiny restaurant um, empty restaurant till um, 2013 that the list came for the first time ever and we passed from a from bankruptcy literally to, um, to a fully booked restaurant so that's all you know it's, it's the biggest thing you could ever ask for being a cook to have a fully booked restaurant is just to serve food, you know? That's what we are passionate for. And so I'm I'm so grateful and without this list, Borgo wouldn't exist. So this is the truth. And that's why it's so important for us. We in Chile we have no Michelin, we have no nothing really. And so the list has been everything for us. I'm I'm super again, I'm very excited Besides the, 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 the awards and everything, of course, we, we, we're so grateful, uh, but um, it's a great time just to say, hey, here we are, we're alive, we want to share our land, our culture also, and just to be on a map is it's just great, you know?
1: Yeah. No, it's amazing, and I love that I jumped on a plane back in April, and I came to visit you in Santiago, and... My dinner at your restaurant was phenomenal and just the whole experience, the whole uh, getting to meet you and your team and you showing me around a bit of your city, which is so lovely. It's such a beautiful, beautiful place. Um, I don't know. I'm thinking maybe uh, in the future, there'll be a Latin America's 50 best in Santiago.
4: Why not? Why (laughs) not?
1: Got to bring people. Bring people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why
4: not? Why
1: yeah, not? No, it's amazing. Congratulations. Where have you been eating
4: here in Rio? That- well, I, I, I've I been, this is not my first time again, but I've been all over. And, and it's just, just hanging around the beach and just getting some caipirinhas is probably one of the most beautiful <laughs> experiences you could ever have. And having those little yuca sort of things, you know, the snacks are amazing. Of course, seafood is great. Cavaquinha is my favorite ever. You know, is like a like a like compressed lobster, and it tastes and it has this beautiful texture. And I've been to um, this time. I've been to um, many many um, beautiful places, but I went to a tech and now I'm going to have um, lunch at one of my favorite places ever, which is Lasai. So Raf is one of my brothers. You know, so yeah, I'm very very excited. So yeah. Uh, going to every single restaurant here is is a special. I I love Rio in all senses.
1: Yeah, well, it's been it's been wonderful. I was able to go to Otec as well for the collaboration uh, dinner they did, and uh, going to join you at Lasai. Oh, so yeah. I'm looking forward. Yeah. So Rodolfo, you're in Chef Wise, which I'm thrilled about. Um, thank you for being part of it. What did it mean for you to be a part of?
4: My book. Well, I think it's the um, it's a great representation of the uh, the worldwide community, you know, around food in the world. Because chefs, we in a way, compared to what it was, is is a totally different environment now. We we have voices to, to that represents our communities around the world, you know, of producers, of people around food in all senses. So for me, it's a great opportunity to, to have a voice and just to, to, to represent that community. And, and it's a great, great thing.
1: Yeah, no, I love that you're a part of it. What would be your top advice for in- inspiring a
4: young cook? Um, I, would, I would say that nothing in life happens from one day to the... Nothing great in life happens from one day to the next. So if it's good to, to find balance in your life. It's great. It's fantastic. But who says the balance will be there for you every single time? So if you if you ever want to move forward in life, you have to work your ass off. <laughs>
1: I hear you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you gotta work hard. Yeah. Nothing happens nothing happens in an instant even though I think social media sometimes make it seem that way. (laughs) Yeah, yeah,
4: yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, Yeah. Yeah, so I think young people have to understand in a way that if you want to build something, it can take ages, and that's all good with it. Because it means there's something special.
1: Yeah, well, thank you. I have to say, for me, I think putting together this book was so special, for many reasons, but really probably the top reason was I got to connect and know chefs around the world, such as yourself. I, I love that we've uh, gotten to know each other, and um, I appreciate you so much. So thank you. Thank you.
5: Thank you very much.
1: And have fun tonight. Tell my l- listeners your full name.
5: I mean, I, my full name is long, but I, everybody knows me as Rafa Corsa Silva. Okay. Thank you for the book, huh?
1: Thank you. No, my pleasure.
5: It's my dream to write a book with Fido.
1: Well, dreams come true.
5: Yeah, I have one problem that was telling Andoni before. Is that we in March we complete ten years. And on those ten years of Lansai, I never wrote a recipe. So that would be an issue for me to write a book. Because to write a book you have to have a recipe. But then my idea of a book, it's not having any recipe. It's to have ideas. Ideas and then formats and concept, and then no rest.
1: Well, the cool thing with books is there isn't one way to do anything. And you, I could see, well, I don't exactly know how that book would um, lay yeah. out or would work. But you obviously have a vision.
5: Yeah, we would have to think about it too. I don't see it either, but we have... I would have to stop a little bit and think about what we do do. But, I, like, my idea of a book, for me, would be, like, ideas, concept, formats, and not recipes.
1: Yeah. Well,
5: but, like, usually when I, like, I want to do something that I never did in my life, and then I start looking at the recipe, like, in the middle of the recipe, like, I already lost my patience. And then I read the whole thing, I get the idea, and I try to do it. I never go back to the recipe. Actually, for pastry, we have recipes.
1: Well, pastry is more, yeah. you know, a bit for of For ice science, creams yeah. and, like, a
5: panna cotta and things like that. But, like, for the savory part, for the appetizers, for the end of the plate, we don't have any recipes.
1: Even now, today? Even now, today. So how do you teach your team mm-hmm. to do each dish? Because one thing with restaurants is consistency.
5: It is, in my case, not so much. Okay. I always tell them, you guys have to try. If it's good for you, probably it's good for everybody. They have that the flavor a lot more developed than most of the clients that come here. So they have to be trying all the time. So for example, we have a pork sauce that's super famous here. So sometimes you try the sauce and it's super good. And then two weeks forward, you try the same sauce. It's completely different, but it's also super good. And I don't mind that. I as it's good. It's fine for me. So I don't want always the same sauce. Actually, I don't want the same sauce. Never. I want a good sauce. And then back to Andoni and where I worked for five years, it's completely opposite. Because Andoni, usually he doesn't care a lot about the flavor. He, he cares more about texture, temperature, feeling of him in your mouth. So I'm more, and I mean... Andoni's is the guy that I respect the most in the gastronomy by far. Uh, but I'm more about the flavor. Like, I want a good food. I mean, the food that we do, like, people say, ah, oh, it's amazing. But, like, actually, sometimes I had, like, the, the imposter syndrome. You know what's that? Like, the syndrome of the imposter. Yeah. Because we just do good food. I mean, we don't do anything different than that. It's just good food, good well, ingredients. We try to make well done. We try to to make the best we can with the best provides we can get, the best fish we can get, the best meat we can get, it, and that's it. Like that's that's actually what we do. Just get the best we can, and then cook the best we can.
1: Well, lunch today was fabulous. I feel really lucky that I got to dine here and meet you. And we're here, um, Lisa, You changed your concept a little bit during the pandemic, from what I read.
5: Okay, but the concept uh, we changed about a year and a half ago in uh, April two thousand no, in April two thousand twenty-two. And why? Because we wanted to do, like we used to have a restaurant that was forty-five seats, uh, tasty menu, the whole thing. And, and we wanted to do something more, with more details. And then I wanted to do like a fry languishing like you ate today, and serve at the moment. So we fry and serve. It
1: was so delicious. In a
5: regular restaurant, that's hard to do it because you you fry.
1: Yeah. The
5: way they take to the to the to the side table from the side table, they put in front of the client. If the client's not paying attention, he's talking, and then he's going to eat that languishing. Three, four, five minutes after it's fried. You know, here we fry yeah. and put in front of you and then we say, eat it. Yeah.
1: And then uh, have-
5: that makes for me makes a whole difference. Yeah. Like the yuca with the sea urchin. Like the sea urchin is cold, the yuca is hot, and we wanted that texture. Like that. And that comes out a lot from a Japanese omakase. Like a Japanese omakase. Usually the rice, it's warm and the fish it's cold. True, and that's what we want to do. Exactly the same thing with the yuca. The yuca is hot. Yeah. The sea sea urchin is cold, and then we want to make the the fish steam, and two minutes later, the person that came to it is going to be eating.
1: Yeah, well, that's why the pace of our meal at the beginning went pretty fast with the with, with the, the small bites.
5: Yeah, yeah. it is pretty. It is very yeah. fast. I mean, they, they were
1: also delicious. Yeah. I was I was and savoring for- it as as quickly as i could uh-huh. and for me <laughs> and
5: for me it's really hard uh to be sitting more than two hours yeah like i don't like those tasty menu that's like three four five hours it's it's not that i don't like sometimes i enjoy but usually i want to eat like in two two hours and, and a half and then that's it i mean more than that for me it's too much When, so we we always try to like our budget it's two hours and 15 minutes
1: yeah well i think now a lot of people are that way that they they want to have a wonderful meal but they don't want to sit for yeah
5: or no and actually actually if later on you want to be sitting for two three more hours okay but talking you know like talking having fun drink something but not eating for two hours three hours for me it gets you get tired of like eating eating and then you start getting full and then i don't know if you realize probably you did realize that we almost don't have any breaking between the plates. It's like we take one plate out and we'll put another one.
1: Yeah, no, the pace, yeah. it, wasn't, it wasn't too fast. It was just efficient and yeah. um, it was well paced. When did you initially open? Was it about 10 years ago?
5: 10 years ago, just across the street. Oh, okay. Two minutes walking from here. And Actually, two minutes to open.
1: And right before that, what what were you doing? Because I know you, you said you, you spent some time on at cigarettes. Oh you're immigrant? Yeah. Before oh. I
5: opened last I was at And where
1: were you before that? Did you grow in New York. up here? Oh, you're from
5: New York? Yeah, I did. I went to school I went to school we at CIA. CIA. <laughs> That's where I met my wife.
1: Oh my god, amazing. So I live in New been, York. You knew uh, Yeah, that.
5: We, have been, we have we have been there for nineteen years. Me and my wife have been together for nineteen years.
1: So where did you cook
5: in New York? I cooked for a long time for John George. Oh yeah,
1: wonderful. It's yeah, in my book?
5: I cook <laughs> I cooked one of one of his restaurants called Vong. Sure. They're clothes already. Yeah, but I, I used to like New York
1: love. in ninety eight, so yeah. I
5: remember Vong. I I love Vong and I mean I was a little kid and for me it was super fun. Like I that's where I, I like I learned how to be like actually like a line cook, like rushing and like uh, just like getting the stuff done fast and all this. Uh, then I went a little bit for Nougatin cuisine. Spice Spice Market. Uh
1: huh. Yeah. Sure. And then
5: I went to to Spain, and then I went. To, I went. I went to Mugarets to make a a trainee program of three months, and then I end up staying five years. And my wife, which came here also, she's from Texas, no, and we met in New York, and then she used to work at Boule, front of the house, and then we went together to Mugarets, and she worked there with me, and she was the Met to the Mugarets for
1: I'm How wondering, I dined at Mugarets once, and I believe it was around 2013
5: or 14. No, but we left I 2012.
1: Was... OK, I just missed you. Yeah. Because I remember I was there, I was dining by myself, and I didn't meet Andoni then. Um, he wasn't there that, that evening, but I went into the kitchen, I I met the chef de cuisine, mm-hmm. and it was it an was extraordinary experience. Yeah, and, I love him. I love and him. he is. He's, a super talent. I'm yeah. super glad he's also in my book. It's like such yeah. an honor um, and such an honor to meet you and be here. Okay. Tell me a bit about, so we're here in Rio where your restaurant is and we're here for, well, I'm here for Latin America's
0: 50,
1: 50 best. It's my first time attending this event. Um, so, but what does it mean to you to be on the list <coughs> and, and to have this now, this, um, this awards come to your city?
5: I mean, for us, commercially, it's very good, you know, because, I mean, being on the list, people look for restaurants on the list, so people when come to Rio, somebody from New York comes to here, Rio, they're going to look at the list and see, like, right. which, which restaurants to visit, which it's a guide, you know, so it's Yeah, like, yeah. People, like, oh, I see lasai, uh, modern Brazilian food, or go to another restaurant that's whatever, fish or whatever. <coughs> so it's a guide for the people. And... And, I mean, for me, the most important thing is to see friends like today. Yeah. Rodolfo. Rodolfo is a very good friend of mine. Andoni, that I see almost every year, but it's always always good and a pleasure to cook for him and to have him here. And I have been together for the past three days. Kavi, which is the assistant of Andoni, and we worked together for five years. And... For me the most important of those events is everybody getting together, you know, and you can get to see people yeah. that you never see, you know. So that that's for me it's the most important.
1: Yeah, well I again I feel really special to be here among among them and dining with them yeah. and to I've met you and to yeah, they're very they're special people. Um, yeah. and you're cooking a dinner tomorrow night with, with Andoni and, and Rodolfo. Rodolfo. Yeah. So how how do these collaboration dinners well, how did it come together? Did you guys just reach out, someone reach out yeah, to one no, yeah. another and
5: the, be like, the, hey, let's yeah. do a dinner. The, the, <laughs> the, the guy, the, the people from the 50 Best called us. and yeah. said, if you want to make a dinner. And we said, yeah, let's do it. I called Andoni. They said, yeah, of course. And then I called Rodolfo. Yeah, sure. And then we make a reunion. We got reunion. So because Andoni. Right. Yeah, Rodolfo worked there. Andoni, yeah, he is there. And I worked there. So it was like a... It's kind of like a Mugareti reunion. Even though we, I didn't work with with, uh, with Rodolfo there, even though Rodolfo wasn't there when I was there, I mean, we have this... Everybody that works at Mugareti, I think, has this connection. Even yeah. though they didn't work together, they all have this connection. And, yeah. and Andoni is, like, Andoni is the the guy that I appreciate and respect the most mm-hmm. in the gastronomy. I mean, he, he helped me so much. Like, I didn't even know what would be my career if I hadn't passed and met Andoni, you know.
1: I love it. I love the the friendships and the respect. Um, So, well, um, thank you so much. Such an honor to meet you and to be here. And I really, really loved lunch. I can't wait to come back um, another time. And let me know when you're back in New York.
5: Yeah, I will. Thank you so much. Thank thank you you so much.
1: Hi, this is Sherry Bayer from All in the Industry, coming to you live from Rio de Janeiro. Hello, I'm with Virgilio Martinez of Central Lima, Peru. When am I coming down? Soon. I need to revisit. Um, How are you?
6: I'm fantastic here in Rio. Uh, Just enjoying uh, the people, this uh, beautiful community, Latin American community. Um, And yeah, so just... uh, what did you see? What's going on here? Uh, seems to be a beautiful celebration. Uh, here is all about sharing. You know, it's beautiful.
1: Well, congratulations! You're currently number one on Latin America's 50 Best Restaurants and number one on World's 50 Best Restaurants. Which I was there for Valencia as you received your award, and it's just—it's huge! Congratulations! I mean, what has this meant to you? How have how have things been since June?
6: Well, it's been it's been a, <laughs> such a beautiful the past two years uh, time. Uh, yeah. Where we've, uh, we've been proving ourselves that um, we've, been, we've been creating and we've been so focused on our food, on our hospitality and, and many other things. And, and, you know, these other restaurants like Coye and, and, and Meal in the, in the mountains of Peru uh, are booming now. So uh, I think for me, like, uh, I cannot be more grateful and uh, just enjoying this time, you know, when, when I get to see people and, and stay closer to my Latin American friends.
1: Yeah, well, I do I do have to come back because, I mean, when I, when I visited Central, I think it was 2016, and it was before they all had opened and before Mill had opened. Um, so I have, I have to come.
6: Oh, please do. Yeah, for me, it's something that you got to do. And when you come to Lima, please, uh, let's, let's go together to Mill. Okay. And, uh, well, yeah, we're going to enjoy the whole ecosystem, you know, our whole world. In Peru. Thank
1: you so much. Go take a photo, yeah, and we'll yeah. take a picture. I, I ran, I yes. Ran for that, yes, yes. yes. Yeah. Thank you. Thank Congratulations. You. See you. So, hello.
7: Tell my listeners your full name and restaurant. Alberto Landgrass, Landgraf, L-A-N-D-G-R-A-F, uh-huh. Restaurant of Tech in Rio de Janeiro, Brazil.
1: Amazing, and I had a fantastic dinner there the other night, which you did a collaboration for Latin America's 50 Best, which is why I'm in town. So, tell me a little about how your collaboration came together. Uh, actually, it's not
7: really a collaboration. Uh, it's just so we, we opening our doors to whoever, you know, came into town and, uh, you know, just trying to be good hosts. But, we made a point to serve what we actually serve to our customers every day. You know, just as if you you ate exactly what our customers ate. So I think it's a bit, uh, I, I, I don't like the idea of creating a fake restaurant for just for an award ceremony. So I think what you saw was a real attack. That's what right. people eat on every day.
1: Well, I'm glad because I was very excited to come to your restaurant and have your food. And also you teamed up for that particular dinner with... Pia
7: Leone and Santiago Lastra. Oh, uh, um, uh, yeah, uh, I'm sorry. I'm that's sorry. Okay. Apologies. You were there doing the, the, the collab. Yeah, yeah. there's there a collaboration uh, with Pia and Santi because we've known each other forever. So, you know, it was real. Santi wanted to come. It's his first time here. And then, of course, Pia, she's, she also wanted to do something together so it's good you know it was a good balance
1: yeah no it was great to be there because I did yes I I really wanted to go to your restaurant and also I know the two of them because they're contributing chefs to my book that um, recently came out chef wise so but it was it was wonderful why
7: am I not in your book
1: because I didn't know you but couldn't have every chef in the world in the book but maybe there'll be a volume too we'll see but um Congratulations! We're here at Latin America's 50 Best, and you are currently ranked. Otec is number 12. Number 12, which is outstanding. Um, So, what does this mean to you to be here and to be a Uh, part of these awards?
7: Honestly, it means it means uh, you know it's recognition. But for me, I know this is gonna sound a little cliche. But it's not the destination. It's the it's it's journey. It's the journey. Yeah, no, I believe in that. And, uh, you know, this, this is one of the destinations we have through, through our careers. So I'm really glad to be part of the list. Of course, everything that, you know, that's only 50 is a really nice club to be part of. And the tech has been part of since we opened. So, you know, we're, we're happy. We're happy to be part of it. And especially being real, being like a, and, you know, represent trying to represent Rio as well as it could, being good hosts, being like a, an embassy of Rio for you know for people to come and enjoy a little bit of the Brazilian hospitality, to understand yeah. a little bit of the carioca spirit. You know, for us, it's, it's about that. It's about to share with our friends They came from abroad. You came from a long way yourself, so you know, just wanted to make people happy.
1: Yeah, no, it's amazing. When did you open Otech, and how do you describe the cuisine who ha- for someone who hasn't been before? Okay,
7: I opened in 2018. Okay. Okay, and uh, I'll describe it is is a is a it's a, a product driven cuisine. And uh, I know this is going to sound a bit complicated. But you know Muji that store that sells yeah. sells everything from we a have, house to a pen. We have
1: one in New York.
7: Yeah, or and two, uh, maybe. I was reading Three. the um, I was reading the book from the chief designer is an important architect called Kenya Hara and he said uh, when he was given the task of creating Muji his goal was to make what's simple sophisticated and to make what's sophisticated simple so that's our goal at Tatech we work of course with a sophisticated product which is a Michelin star restaurant we just wanted to make it as simple as possible, bring it to take it all to make it as bare and nude, you know, only the real essence of what hospitality needs to be. Good food, good wine, good service, that's it. (laughs) But at the same time, you have to give people a little bit of what they want, you know, they want to feel the flavors, they want to see new sensations, have experiences, so we're we're there to provide that. Well,
1: amazing. Congratulations. Have fun tonight. (laughs) And um, I'll see you later at the after party.
7: Let's hope so. <laughs> Thank you so much.
8: Thank you. I'm Manu Bufara from Restaurant Manu in Curitiba, Brazil. And we met many years
1: ago when you were a part of the Ghelanese, um shuffle at the time. I think it was at Tourist in yes. New York City. And it was such a delight to meet you there. Um, but I haven't... Been to your restaurant yet? Um, so in Brazil, since we're in Rio, where where are you located compared
8: to where we are? Well, I'm Manaus in South Brazil, Curitiba. It's the same state as Iguassu Falls, uh, so it's the famous Iguazú Falls, and we are really south. Uh, different weather. Uh, more the people from there. It's uh, mostly from them. It's um, mostly from uh, European uh, when they come during the Second War. So, yeah, that's where we are located.
1: Well, I have to get down and visit. And we are here in Rio at Latin America's 50 best. And we're at the after party, hence the, the music.
8: But you just received two awards, actually. Um, congratulations. Thank you. Thank you so much. I'm really happy to bring that home uh, to Curitiba. Curitiba was nominated like uh, the best city, sustainable city in the world. And I'm happy to bring the award, the Sustainable Restaurant to Curitiba back. And yeah, I'm I'm thrilled to, you know, to to being represented as the sustainability.
1: Yeah, no, it's amazing. And and being on the 50 best list is um, is quite something. How has that
8: affected your restaurant or you? I mean, does it bring more people visiting? I believe the 50 best change a lot of people's life, a lot of restaurants. And I'm not just changing the restaurant change the people, but I think change the city and change the chef that's from my city. So that's great, you know, from 50 best, from tourists, from tourist board, and I'm happy to be represented at South Brazil and the list.
1: Yeah, well, congratulations. And thank you again for being a part of my book, Chef Wise. I'm thrilled to have you a part of it. And it's so wonderful to see you and celebrate with you
8: here. Thank you. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure to see you again We yes. are, We saw like back in New York. And yeah, hopefully to see you in our new restaurant in New York next year. Yes, tell us more about that. Yes, you're opening yeah. soon. Yeah, I think we open uh, next, next year on um, the first semester. Uh, we are hoping so, we are in construction, but I'm super thrilled to be in New York and to open like the Brazilian restaurants, like, you know, to show the, you know, the New Yorkers and the people uh, a little bit from Brazil and from the, you know, the dishes that we are used to do here. I'm so excited. Where's the location? So it's going to be in Chelsea, near Chelsea Market, uh, in across the streets, uh, behind the High Line. Fantastic. I can't
1: wait. Uh, so I will see you back in New York, if not sooner. But good luck with getting open. I'm sure um, it will go well and New York will embrace you.
8: Thank you. Thank
1: you so much. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. And that's a wrap from Latin America's 50 Best in Rio de Janeiro. It's been a thrilling day and so happy to be here and celebrate with all the chefs congratulations to everyone and thank you to latin america's 50 best for having me i love being a part of this and thank you my listeners for coming along for the ride and as always thank you for being part of all in the industry bye
2: Want to cultivate farms and food systems that nourish, heal, and empower? Register now for PASA's 2024 Sustainable Agriculture Conference. Discover resources, services, and products at our expansive trade show, and explore more than 70 educational sessions on climate-smart practices, food justice, soil health, and more. Featuring a dynamic lineup of speakers, including Reginaldo Haslemarroquín, farmer and founder of the Regenerative Agriculture Alliance and CEO of Tree Range Farms, and Reverend Dr. Heber M. Brown III, pastor, community organizer, and founder of the Black Church Food Security Network. Find your community at PASA's 33rd Annual Conference in Lancaster, Pennsylvania on February 8th through 10th. Register now at pasafarming.org hrn2024. That's P-A-S-A farming.org hrn2024.
1: Welcome back to you all in the Industry and Heritage Radio Network. I'm your host and producer, Sherry Bayer, and this is our special On the Road Show from Latin America's 50 Best Restaurants, which took place Tuesday, November 28th in Rio de Janeiro, Brazil. Again, I was thrilled to be a part of it. Thank you to everyone who chatted with me and big congratulations. It was so exciting to be there and celebrate with you. If you want to check out any of my past episodes that I have interviews with Misha, the 50 Best and my solo dining experience at Mido, and my interviews with Virgilio Martinez and Rodolfo Guzman and William Drew. Um, it's all in the archives. So, I have a little segment from the press conference that took place right after the awards ceremony. And it was with Misha Sumura, who received the number one spot on the Latin America's 50 Best list for Mido in Lima, Peru. And it was in Portuguese. So I'm going to play back a clip of it, and I'm also going to then read back what it says in English according to my transcript. So I'm going to share with you so you can get a taste of the press conference, so to speak. So the part I'm going to play back is a question from one of the media who is in the audience and then Misha's answer. So here it is.
4: Como kitu cocina, la cocina Nikkei es una fusión de la cultura peruana y japonesa. ¿Cómo interpretas esta fusión y sientes un poco que estás representando a Japón también esta noche además de Perú? Este, la verdad no. No, no, no. Eh, yo represento el Perú, represento América Latina, eh me veo japonés, y okay. para estoy, por supuesto, Muy orgulloso de todo lo que es Japón, respecto a mucho de la cocina. Aprendí en Japón para qué. En Japón, pero yo soy cien por ciento peruano. La cocina que hago cada vez es más peruana y es eso. Me encanta todo lo que Perú, todo lo que es América.
1: And in English, your cuisine, the Nikia cuisine, is a fusion of Peruvian and Japanese cultures. How do you interpret this fusion? And do you feel that you are representing Japan as well tonight, besides Peru? And Misha's response. To be honest, no. No, I represent Peru. I represent Latin America. I see myself as Japanese. My parents, of course. I'm very proud of what Japan is. I respect their cuisine a lot. I learned in Japan. I worked in Japan. But I am 100% Peruvian. The cuisine I make is more and more Peruvian, and that's it. I love everything that is Peruvian, everything that is Latin American. So that's a little bit of what he said. I'm grateful that I had the opportunity to be a part of it and to give him a big hug and celebrate with him and um, all the chefs. Okay, so now I'm going to do something on the show I've not done before. I don't have a new speed round, and I felt you all needed a speed round, so... I'm going to share with you the speed round that I did with Rodolfo Guzman on episode 356. Maybe you've heard it, maybe you haven't, but it's a good one. So here's my speed round with Rodolfo from April 2023 when I was in Santiago, Chile and interviewed him post-dinner at his amazing restaurant Barrago. Do you want to play my speed round game, which is fun? It's okay. just a little game I I'll play. I'll try on to be quick. Shows.
4: I'm always slow at this thing. I do. Yeah. uh, Yeah. yeah, Like, good luck with the quickness here. Just know
1: because. um, Okay. But yeah. Okay. So this is going to be fun. Okay. So here we go. Eat in at home or eat out at a restaurant?
4: Oh, at home.
1: (laughs) Indoor dining or alfresco dining?
4: Alfresco dining.
1: Wine, beer, cocktail, mocktail, or champagne? Oh, beer. (laughs) I wish people could see your face expressions. They're fabulous. (laughs) Tasting menu or a la carte? Tasting menu. Small plates or large plates? Small plates. Communal table or chef's counter?
4: Chef's counter.
1: Tipping or all-inclusive charge? Tipping. Tipping. Okay, a couple more. A tomato or a peach?
4: Oh, has to be a tomato. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought
1: that was a tough one too. Um, writing a cookbook or being a contributor to a book? Writing a cookbook. Yeah, your book. You did your. You have a book with Biden that yes. came out in 2017. So, yes. Yeah. Yes. So it's right. amazing. We're part of the same family.
4: Yeah.
1: Um, okay, two more. Cheese plate or dessert? Manhattan, Brooklyn, or Santiago.
4: Oh come on, so hard. (laughs) I have to say Santiago. Of course you do. Of course you do. Yeah, yeah.
1: I didn't make that easy on you. Um that's awesome. Um, that was the game. You did go pretty fast. Okay. I'm impressed. (laughs) And I'm impressed too. Thank you, Rodolfo. Okay, it's time for my solo dining experience. So this week it's at Cole. Here's the rundown. The location, 9 Seymour Street, Marylebone, London. And coal is spelled K O L. The concept, Mexican soul, British ingredients. And also downstairs, there's coal mezcaleria, which features Mexican spirits and antojitos. So the chef and owner, Santiago Lastra. Why'd I go? Well, I've heard amazing things about coal. I've met Santiago, met him at the World's 50 Best in Valencia. And then I went to his collaboration dinner in Rio. And I really wanted to go to his restaurant in London. And I was visiting there post-Rio. So I made a reservation for one. I reached out to Santiago to see if he'd be there. And he said yes. And there you go. Solo dining at Cole. My experience. So when I arrived, Santiago greeted me, his team was lovely. They sat me at a a two-top table that was right next to the open kitchen. The kitchen is in the center of the dining room. It's beautifully designed so everyone can watch the action. Santiago presented many of the dishes to me as well as his team. And his brother was one of my servers and he was super nice. And the whole team was so welcoming. I had a really wonderful experience at the end. Santiago or Santi showed me around a little bit, gave me a tour of the space, and I just felt lucky to be there. So thank you. What did I get? Well, the tasting menu had about 11 dishes, including escamoles with king oyster mushrooms, truffle, pine nuts, and veal bone marrow. Uh, There was the signature langoustine taco. And I also had taco in Rio, all of them so delicious. This taco had smoked chili and sea buckthorn and it had a cool presentation. There's a crustacean head, I guess you'd say that you you squeeze like tongs, the the juice of the head onto the langoustine. You might have to have a visual of that to understand what I'm saying, but it was cool and delicious. Uh, there was also tiradito with scallop, quince, meadow sweet, and fig leaf. There was a mole with purple carrot, coloradito, and fermented black currant and sprinkled with truffles. The tortillas that came with some of the dishes that were pink, blue, purple, and cream combo, corn tortillas, obviously freshly made and fantastic. There was Adobado and had two choices, and I went with the short rib with basil Mix parsley root and herbal salsa there were a couple desserts including Tamal which was brown butter corn seam cake with buttermilk and fennel the beverage director made a few beautiful drinks for me non-alcoholic options to go with my meal so my take it was wonderfully delicious great flavors simple but complex I mean what Santiago' is doing is Really wonderful, and there's a reason he's being recognized. So I highly recommend it for anyone. The ambiance, as I said, the open kitchen is the centerpiece, and it's got a very warm vibe to it. It's low lit and it has, as you say, orange or rust colors predominantly throughout the space. It's modern but casual at the same time. Uh wood tables, um, Definitely nothing pretentious about it. You just feel at home when you're there. I'd say it's perfect for date night or dinner with friends. Interesting tidbit. So Santiago worked closely with Rene Rizzepi of Noma on their pop-up that they did in Mexico in 2017. Uh, Santiago was brought on board to help Rene spearhead this this pop-up they did because of his expertise in Mexican cuisine. And he was doing pop-ups all around the world, which is how he got referred. And then during that experience, he developed his idea for Cole, and he opened in 2020. And Cole is currently ranked number 23 on the world's 50 best list, which is amazing. Personal fun fact. So, okay, where did I eat in Rio that I haven't told you about? Um, So I had a wonderful lunch at Thomas Trigo's. Toto with uh, a group of chefs, which was awesome. He's a Brazilian chef there and has a few restaurants. I went back to a place I'd been to called Casa de Feijoada, for the namesake, Feijoada. It's a really authentic, great spot. I also had acai and tapioca crepes at Bibi Sucos. And I had chicken de brasa at Piro Brasa, which is uh, their type of Brazilian steakhouse they have. Of course, they had coffee and pastries. Also, not food wise, but guess what? I went to a football game or a soccer game, as I say, at uh, Estadio do Marcana, which is a very famous stadium in Rio. And I also went to the top of Sugarloaf Mountain, where you get this incredible view of Rio, and of course, to the beaches Copacabana and Epanema. Uh, Yeah, Rio is Rio. It's uh, beautiful, wonderful. And uh, if you have a chance to go, I say go. The cost of my meal at Cole back in London, it was uh, 183 euro. Uh, That included a 14.5% service charge. There was a a bit of a discount that Santiago gave me for for some extras I got. Um, So thank you so much. Would I go back? Yes, of course. Their website is colrestaurant.com and Instagram, col.restaurant, and that's K O L. And Santiago is at Santiago Lastra. Okay, that's the show. Thank you so much to everyone who joined me from Latin America's 50 Best Restaurants 2023 in Rio de Janeiro, Brazil. William Drew, Rodolfo Guzman, Rafa Costa e Silva. Virgilio Martinez, Alberto Landgraf, and Manuela Manu Bufara. Congratulations to all the chefs and to Misha Tsumura. Big congratulations to you for the number one spot. Um, it's truly amazing and I'm happy for you. And I'm happy for everyone on the list. And many thanks to Latin America's 50 best and the wonderful PR team. Miranda Rincon of the Jeffrey Group, thank you for having me. It was really an honor to be there. To find out more, you can go to theworlds50best.com backslash Latin America. You can see the whole list. There's one to 50. There's also 51 to 100. They do a whole top 100. So check that out And on Instagram at theworlds50best and hashtag Latam50best. You can follow me at Sherry Bayer, at Bayer PR, and at All Industry. My Facebook page is All in the Industry. My websites are BayerPublicRelations.com, SherryBayer.com, and All in the All of our shows are archived at org. We are also on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Check out my new book, Chef Wise, Life Lessons from Leading Chefs Around the World by Fiden. Now available wherever books are sold. Thanks to my engineer today, Armin. Thanks again to everyone at Heritage Radio Network and all of my guests for the past 10 years. What an amazing milestone. I love doing this show, and I'm just going to keep going. So thank you. I am your host and producer, Sherry Bayer. Stay tuned for a new show next week. And as always, thank you for being part of All in the Industry. Bye. (laughs)